Let's try this again. Hi there, everybody. It's time for Read Rants. We're going to do fancy free and freewheeling it because I spent my weekend at the emergency room. Not so much for me, but stay tuned and you'll find out more. Hello, everyone. Thank you and welcome back. Thank you for downloading, listening, tuning in. I had an idea this week to do our topic on customer service because I did a little shopping on Saturday and found that customer service is really quite lacking. Unfortunately, the best laid plans of mice and men and me can go out the window when the husband starts going into respiratory distress. Apparently, we thought he had pneumonia. Well, hold on, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. Thursday, the husband starts feeling bad. We're thinking he caught a cold from somebody. He typically does not do well when he catches a cold because his alveoli, his little air sacs in his lungs get pretty stinking pissed off. Friday night, still was able to breathe but had to sleep sitting up. Saturday, same thing. However, 12.30 in the morning on Sunday, we packed up and went to the ER in our neighborhood. But in route, we decided they're not going to do anything because, as you may already know, the emergency room only keeps you from dying. They don't necessarily treat you for anything. So I was not terribly certain. He was not terribly certain that they were going to do anything. We came back home. Four o'clock in the morning. Husband tells me, we need to go to the emergency room. Barely able to breathe. So we're racing down there. I'm worried about going too fast. I'm worried about getting stopped by a cop because it is, after all, Saturday night after the bars close. I'm worried about the drunkards on the street. We get there. I wheel him in. He is barely able to get any breath in. Can't figure it out trying to figure it out, there was a flurry of activity. And it's amazing how if you can't breathe, they get you right into the emergency room. They took a bunch of tests. Apparently there is a new test to find out if you're septic. And sepsis is a very dangerous thing. Don't let anybody tell you different because I had some nurse tell me, oh, Yeah, your relative has sepsis. It's nothing to worry about. It can stink and kill you because what sepsis is, it's when your blood basically gets toxic. I don't know the medical terminology. I haven't done any research on this episode today because I am stinking exhausted. Exhausted. I feel really, really awful. I'm wondering how exhausted my husband is because if I'm this tired and I didn't experience it, poor guy still in the hospital don't know what he's doing, how he's feeling. And they've got him adequately drugged up so then he doesn't stress out because he's in the hospital. I don't know what to do about that. But let's get back to the original story. They take a bunch of tests. They figured that his lactate or lactic acid is high. And that is a new measure to find out if you're septic, if your blood is septic. If you have a lactate acid of two or higher, and I think it's MMG slash LO, that's bad. And it was recently lowered from more than four. 
Amazingly enough, with fluid and about an hour later, the lactic acid went down for him. They figured he had pneumonia. When he gets sick, he doesn't do well. His lungs, not so much. So we're thinking it's pneumonia. And then they took a chest x-ray. He doesn't look like he has pneumonia. Then they think that it's the flu and it's not the flu. Then they are saying it's bronchial spasms, bronchospasms. What the hell is a bronchospasm? Who knows? And I'm getting a little crazy here. I see that I have no headroom on my audio, which is going to be really bad when it comes to editing. Why is it that everything is doing well? You're thinking that things are getting better and then you've got another bomb that goes off and you've got this other thing that you've got to deal with. Not only are we talking life-threatening, we're talking financially oppressive. We're talking the responsibility, the emotional commitment, the financial commitment, the very fact that you might not be able to come out of it. But still we go on. I don't know why we go on. Maybe it's the human spirit, that primal directive of staying alive and going forth. I wonder where that comes from. I think some people don't have it. I think some people have it too much to the detriment of ourselves. And we've gone over this several times in the show when people go and go and go and go, especially women, to the detriment of themselves. They lack the ability or wherewithal or perhaps think they're unworthy of filling their own cup. The best way to put this is what they say in the movies, on the airplanes, Put the mask on your face first, because if you cannot get air, you cannot help anybody else. I've been doing what I can with the special diet, bringing food, checking in on him, going to visit. And I feel a little bad because I'm not that wife that sits there the whole time waiting for nothing. When my husband finally got a room after he was admitted, the nurse upstairs said, oh, we check on everybody every hour. We're known for our care, but not known for our food. So it's good that you're bringing in food. Well, I've been there for more than an hour and people do not come in every hour. What I really, really hate about emergency room visits is the fact that they don't seem to know what's going on. And the guy that helped us, of course, in the middle of the night, was so stinking young. My husband says it's because we're so stinking old. Everybody looks stinking young to us. He had to be a resident. I think that's the first thing that they do when they get out of school. I don't know. He's still in the hospital and I'm going to go visit him again today and see if we can get an update. And hopefully he'll come out today sometime. They said that they wanted to keep him one or two days. And they're saying it's bronchiospasms. And that's something that can be triggered by allergies. It can be triggered by fragrances. It can be triggered by a whole lot of things that are seemingly innocuous and are, in fact, innocuous to more than probably 80% of the population. It just goes to show you the intricacies of the human body and how it works. And sometimes you just don't know what things are going to do to it. We'll get back on track, hopefully soon, hopefully this week. 
I did want to reach out and still get something posted and let you know that I'm still here. Until we talk again, take care of you, everybody. Reed Rants, signing off. Thank you.